Welcome to Rage Game Network Podcast. Try number two. Welcome to Rage Game Network Podcast. I'm Andy Yay! and I'm back. Woo! Bitches. Uh, yeah. Um. Hi, Andy. I'm Sarah. It finally took you two times to get a fix. This is pretty well, Chris. <laughs> and it's Ben. Well, somebody didn't finish plugging it in, Chris. <laughs> what? Bang, bang. Shots fired. Andy's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple of things to talk about today. We have... Fire Emblem, we got the OGL uh, for D&D. Sarah wrote all of this, so <laughs> sometimes I don't, put, you know. Um, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, uh, Vox Machina, uh, Harry Potter Legacy, and our uh, campaign updates, maybe. We'll see where we get. Yeah, we'll see yeah. how much time we have. But, uh yeah. Uh, looked at the new Fire Emblem game trailer, all of us. Ben mm-hmm. said he's been playing that recently. Yeah, I picked that up uh, release day last week as of recording, and I'm super excited about it. I've really been enjoying it. Uh, so this game pulls back from where some of the recent titles were in terms of its focus on that relationship building in the characters and is focusing more on the strategy rpg elements getting back to kind of the roots of the series y'all got to see some of the cutscenes and some of the kind of battle gameplay from the game i've really enjoyed it they do go into a lot of the same tropes storyline wise you know your character wakes up they're a little amnesiac and they've got to get turned you know back into like what's going on in the world and learn stuff you know your basic like blank slate self-insert character Mm -hmm. um they they did give them some more lines so they do have a little bit more personality than previous entries but you can tell the focus is a little bit more on the gameplay and that they kind of went back to uh basics with the storyline and they're just like all right we're gonna keep this real simple you are the you know you're the destined hero to save the world and here are your companions go forth as opposed to the little bit deeper world building and character driven story that we had in three houses but i'm really enjoying it even though like a lot of stuff is predictable it still feels like oh hey as a return to form like oh this is what i remember it being like when i played the first couple games on the game boy advance mm-hmm. as opposed to like pokemon where it's like i pick up the new one and it's like oh it looks totally it's another different. pokemon game yeah rinse right. dry repeat <laughs> right but like this is so they're doing it kind of the same but it feels fresh sure okay that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't gotten to play any of them, but uh, I can't say that. I got to play a little bit of it, um, but uh, of Fire Emblem, I don't remember which one. Doesn't really matter. Um, very, uh, would you say like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics? Yes. Yeah. So it's a, it's a as opposed to your Final Fantasy style JRPG, this is more of a strategy 
RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so your individual characters, everything's based out in battle on a grid similar to our tabletop for D&D. Mm-hmm. So you move your characters on the grid. They're going to take an attack action. They're going to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's functions a little bit similar to D&D in that aspect of moving kind of on the grid and you get your movement and your one action for the turn. Um, they still have the relationship building. It's less of a focus. And I've noticed some of the script writing for some of those character bonding moments are like, they, they did not care. They phoned it in on some of these and like they, they made some of those characters one note, but like other ones are like real nice. And you get these like, Oh, this, this prince from this country is interacting from the princess from this country and they have very different backgrounds. And it's like, all right, well, we're going to be the next leaders for our generation. Like, where does that potential relationship go? So it does have those deep character moments. You do kind of have to dig for them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they brought back a lot of traditional elements like your weapons triangle. So your axes beat your lances, your lances beat your swords, your swords beat your... Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, which they had gotten rid of in the last entry. Interesting. um, Which was really kind of weird, but they're bringing back some classic mechanics... Um, we're also bringing back a ton of classic characters. If any of you are Smash Brothers fans, you might have seen in the trailer there, you saw Roy and Marth. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And this is kind of a nice, like, I don't want to say an anniversary game because I don't think it hits like a keystone in the franchise and release, but you are getting all of your protagonists from previous Fire Emblem games represented here as um spirits drawn into the world to help your new characters through the these emblem rings which we saw in the story that has to collect these rings um so it's really cool because now you're getting to see your favorite classic characters interact with this new cast of characters yeah which you hadn't previously before and it's done really well without being like cheesy Mm -hmm. like hey i'm here Right. It's like, uh, okay. right. Yeah. It's not yeah. just cut and paste. Right. Like, it like yeah. actually adds value and depth. And yeah, that's cool. So, um, the OGL, I haven't gone over most of this. This is well outside of my <laughs> ring of D and D stuff. I got a little bit of the gist of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, Sarah's it's, been doing the deep dive for us. Yeah, <laughs> um, I pulled up a couple of things if you want to switch over to the web browser really quick. So this one's this good. This one first? You can or? start with. Nope, this is good. Okay. So basically, um, today is Sunday, January 29th, as we record. Two days ago, we got the most recent update from Wizards of the Coast. Um, so there's some stats that they kind of went over. Um so let's look at that really quick. 88% did not want to publish content under the new OGL that they had proposed, obviously, because it sucked. Yeah, they actually, they did put out a second draft. So that's they where did. these stats came from, was from that's where the stats reviews came from. on the second draft. Right. Um, that was actually a draft. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a draft and not just the leak. <laughs> um, 90% would have to change some aspect of their business to accommodate the new draft. That's a lot. Um, 89% are dissatisfied with deauthorizing the original OGL, the one that has been in place since 2000. 
Um, 86% are dissatisfied with the draft VTT policy, which I didn't look into, so I don't know what VTT stands for. Uh, VTT is virtual tabletop, so that would be things like Roll20. For the digital um, content, okay. Or some of what I've been using with like Dungeon Alchemist, but more involved with being able to implement the maps and the characters and the dice thing. So all of that digital stuff is under a digital tabletop. So, okay, okay. now, uh, okay, let's finish this. Yeah, one more set. Um, 62% are satisfied with including the systems reference document uh, in the Creative Commons, um, but the majority of those who are dissatisfied were just looking for more content to be added to it. So, um, a good setup, but, like, just people wanted it fleshed out more. And the, just for a quick understanding systems reference document. That's the second tab there, Andy. Um, Oh, we're done with this one. Well, we'll come back to it really quick, but the systems reference document, basically verbatim from the Dungeons and Dragons website, uh, contains guidelines for publishing content under the open gaming license. The Dungeon Masters Guild also provides self-publishing opportunities for individuals and groups. So basically the SRD just gives you, um, a quick reference as to if you're going to publish content, if you're going to sell content, which document you're protected under. Yeah. And Whether also, it's the OGL or the DMs Guild. Yeah. And the SRD also, I believe it is where that includes all of the basic stuff that you're allowed to use. Correct. So anything yep, that would be your basic rules. So it's not stuff directly that's in the handbook, the Dungeon Master Guide, but the straight up generic framework yep. that will, that those expand upon basically it's meant to like clean up any confusion and like tie up all the little endings and neat little bows and say okay here's absolutely what you can use at any point and here's things that we would discourage you from using so if you scroll down really quick um they mentioned how um specifically um like subclasses and archetypes are not in the srd um, and part of the reason for that is they want to encourage people to like come up with their own content. So yes, you can use um, the class, but the subclass, if you're going to be doing, if you're going to be publishing extra content, this isn't for gameplay. This is just if you're going to like publish and sell content. So you can use the fighter, gotcha. but you, can you can't use the, fighter. Use the eldritch knight oh, stuff okay. specifically. Right, that's that's so, or you can use the base of the cleric. But you can't recreate right. But if the you're life gonna, domain, you can come up with other subclasses. You just have to; it has to be your own. So, so a prime example of this is like uh, on three black halflings, they have tales uh, from Wagadu, mm-hmm. right? And instead of having a monk class, even they, I forget what the name of it is, but they have their own uh, fighting style. Yes, which is the archetype. Of the monk, but they don't want to use, you know, the uh, Oriel, Oriel, or Oriel. Oh my God! Big breath. The the Asian archetype. Oriental. Orientalist. Okay. Yeah. Racist feel. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they changed it. Um, If which is yeah, which is the whole point. So basically, they're saying you know if you want to come up with your own stuff, yeah. subclasses and publish. Or that's like what they're trying to encourage. Is like that's how we get that massive background of all these different things that we can use mm-hmm. as gamers. 
is because those third party studios are coming up with their own subclasses and their own spells and their right. own like you know. the custom you know gunslinger class that right. Matt Mercer put out <laughs> right for for D and D like exactly. that was his that was right. his creation yeah. but uh, I I can okay so so they're putting that under Creative Commons which they're putting that under Creative my Commons. understanding is a federally protected yes so thing, as, as opposed they, to just the ogl as they are saying it this is plain legal quote document. unquote a one-way door so now that they've created the creative commons and okay. they've put things under protection under that commons like under that license they cannot take it back now yeah um so a lot of their language that they've used in their new statement in this kind Was of kind of breaking those rules huh no, 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 no. I'm saying in all of oh. the new stuff, it's all, this is irrevocable. This is irreversible. This is, you know, it, it is what it is and it shall not change. Mm-hmm. We're keeping it simple. We're keeping it basic. We're trying to benefit you as the players, you as the creators. We cannot take this decision yeah. back, basically. Uh, so There is no language in any of these documents that allows them to take any of this back and yeah. reverse it. And even if they did, because they did have some like ways to weasel out of stuff. They did. At one point, too. But now that it's Creative Commons, it is protected under that. Right. There's, under, no, there's, there's no, no weaseling. Which, yeah. is, which essentially means they can do whatever they want. If they create a new OGL for one D&D when that comes out next year. Then that only that, pertains to that one D&D. That will only pertain to that. Right. This will secure fifth edition under Creative Commons so that people can keep making that in perpetuity. Yes. Which will be awesome unless one D&D becomes crap and then we run into what we had with fourth edition. Right. Um, so, okay. I can see both sides of the coin because realistically in 3.5 and Chris can confirm this with you. We had base classes, but there was subclasses. Yeah. And a lot of that information was lost because, okay, your player's handbook has all the base classes, but your subclasses are in a totally different Different book book. because Mm -hmm. of different creators and this, that, and the next thing. And, there's a lot of language lost between each. Now, granted, we didn't have the advantage of technology like D&D Beyond and right. stuff like that. But um, I was also, um, you know, looking at a, lot, a little bit of uh, Pathfinder 2E. Yep. And honestly, if you have... At least the beginning stages of maybe Dungeons and Dragons. You know how to role play a game, role play in a game. Pathfinder might be that direction if you want to step up your game. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what mm-hmm. pushed them to go here. Yeah. Uh, it because was... we saw Pathfinder was making some changes. A number of other companies like Cobalt Press announced that they would even start their own system with the announcement of the previous OGL. Mm-hmm. And Interesting stat, the um, Paizo, who makes Pathfinder, sold as many books in the past two weeks leading up to this announcement as they did in the past eight months or the past two fiscal quarters. How do you sell two quarters worth of product in two weeks? You let the opposition uh, piss off the entire community. That's how. So uh, we are seeing that shift. I think there's a lot of people that might not move back because mm -hmm. the trust is lost. So, so, okay, going back a little bit in history, this is where, okay, where I played 3.5, okay, at the end of um, 
just at the beginning stages of four at the end of 3.5. Um, four came out, and then Pathfinder came directly out after that. Mm-hmm. Anybody know why? Because they tried to do this same thing. Basically, because they ditched the original writers. Yep. Yep, they ditched the and writers. They ditched, They tried to pitch the new OGL, and, and they, they screwed everything. The writers from D and D from three point five, right? They was and they yeah, cleaned they, up a lot of the shit that they didn't like, yep. and it's way more playable. And mm-hmm. the original Pathfinder was actually put out under the OGL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it which, was even which a is bigger kind of kind of where D&D. I can understand where they were trying to do that is they were trying to push some of those other companies out from making. You know, making their name off of them, mm-hmm. which is right. how Pathfinder right. got their start. But on the other hand, like y'all, y'all control ninety six percent of the market share. Right. Yeah, I don't think you the, need to be other, worried about the money. other four percent. Half of that last four percent, two percent, I'm pretty sure from what last I saw was Pathfinder, and then the other two percent is all the other freaking else. systems. Right. Yeah. Which is like. Bro, like, there's no, there's literally no competition that you need to be worried about. There's nothing no. that's big enough that's ever going to touch you at this point. But it, it is a dangerous spot that, you know, Wizards needs to pay attention to. If they fuck up, there is a game directly in place. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yep. we have proven that to them. All of the D&D, subscri- the D&D Beyond subscriptions that got canceled, all of the Pathfinder books that got purchased... We as a community have showed them we are fucking serious. If you mess with our game, we're gonna go somewhere else. I, we're gonna get I'll, the game that I'll, we want, I'll, whether a good or not example you was, provide uh, it. The the no play day for uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, yep. that was great yep. example. Everybody boycott boycotted. Boycotted. Everybody boycotted uh, Pokemon Go for an entire day because we were all upset with Niantic and some of the updates and some of the ways that they're handling things. They were going to remove our um, catch distance and uh, our spinning distance. All the things that they had put in place for COVID. They were going to take away. They're like, oh, it's going back to normal. And we're like, no, this is literally the best thing that's ever happened. Like, you need to leave it. You need to leave it. Now, Now you get a first set of ring, which is your catch ring, and then your other... One is your uh, ring for the uh, uh, pokey stops. But yeah, so okay. like the the, so. the game that literally invented the term rules lawyer was like, <laughs> not, what, how are you gonna think? People like there were, and I'm sure I I think I sent you all a couple of videos of people that had like lawyers that were like looking at the new stuff and be like, yeah, yeah. nah, this don't fucking work. No, I was like. <laughs> Yeah. No. Basically, Hasbro Wither- Wizards decided to fuck around and they, they found, found out. out. Yes. <laughs> they found oh, yeah. And well, they're like, oh, I oh, we, find... we still have books we've got to put out this year and the movie coming out. We've got to. we got to like, get our shit together. You guys, like, I still think that there's a chance that, like, because of this stuff, like, the movie might the movie not might do flop. well. Might, yeah. Which no, is yeah, like, might be a, big a shame. Because, yeah. like, it does look I cool. I was so excited about and it. And someone said that one of the guys that's starring in it, that's like, yo, this will be like the third franchise that, like, he's been. He like he's been part of the film and it's been a good film, but it's flopped because of stuff that the companies around the film did. Yeah, and it's like oh, it's that's like, heartbreaking. And it's like, Chris Pine, 
Yes. Because yeah. Yeah. Star Trek, what happened mm-hmm. was there was a whole bunch of shit going on with the Star Trek franchise. Mm-hmm. And um, if you know anything about uh, Star Trek, um, Gene Roddenberry was a great dude. And fans were kind of getting upset. Hey, you can't. You, there's certain things we don't like about this. And basically they said, well, that sucks. This is our universe now. Yep. And, and you like, can't do uh, that. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was Star Trek, and people <laughs> like, oh, so, so like, it's not direct. It's in no way Chris Pine's fault, but the fact that no. he'll sign on to projects, and, and then it, halfway he got them, the potential for it to be good, <laughs> and then the people sabotaged. in charge, yeah. the people in charge, screw it up, uh, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating, it's dude. Like, yeah, this poor guy can't catch a break. Fuck nope. it all up for everybody. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, um, that that also was that was rough. I, I know remember. I brought it up after our last, like after we spent like half the, <laughs> half the shitting <laughs> shitting on them. And I was like, yeah. well, I mean, if you still want to support them, that, yeah. there's a new book coming out, <laughs> and there's still no promotion on that book. And really? It comes out in like two weeks. Oh my! There's God. nothing. There's been that's so funny. There was no talk leading up to it. Well, they can't. How are and, they supposed to promote like, it when they have all of this well, going on? I mean, Can you they didn't even the start promoting sh- it. <laughs> Like can they, you imagine the media shitstorm and yeah. they're trying to like fix this whole conundrum and then they're like, oh, by the way, hey, we got a book going out. Like, can you imagine fans getting online and being like, look at Wizards of the Coast. Look yeah. at them still I trying mean, to still they're shit. Still doing, like, they still kept promotion for the movie and there's still oh, yeah. like new stuff coming no, out yeah. about the movie. Yeah. They stayed style on everything except the movie. Then they finally had to address the OGL. But even before that, it's like, yo, it's coming out in February. There was no news coming up at the holidays yep. about Nothing. stuff like that. It's like what Nothing. we're kicking off the first quarter with. And they're like, nah. <laughs> so, okay. But there is now, a new book. I remember, <laughs> I remember what uh, happened with uh, that. It was actually between them and George Takei. And uh, they wanted to make... Oh. it. it it was a rough situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about this. So they wanted to make Sulu have a male partner. All right. Mm-hmm. And George K's like, Sulu was not gay. You can't do that. You know, this is part of Gene Roddenberry's, you know, vision. And they're like, well, that sucks. This is our universe. And, you know, we were going to do an homage to you, but. He's like that. I I don't need that. Sulu is his own, uh, Sulu like, is his own person, mm-hmm. and you're changing too much. And they're like, well, that sucks. It's our it's our thing now. Yep. And that's what hit it. It's it's not about you know that. I see stuff, what you're trying to say. It's not about creating a a space. You should always strive to create a space of acceptance, which I'm sure was what they were trying to go for. But fans do get really distraught when you change a critical aspect like that. I wouldn't even go as far as that part. It was more that they came to George and was like, hey, this is what do you think? And I think there's more of a fan basis on George than there is even Star Trek on itself. Sure. Because he's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I don't think so. And they're like, 
Well, we gave you our thought, and if you no, don't like it, we're gonna do it anyways, right? Like, why bother asking? Yeah, man? why? I don't yeah, know. why do? You, yeah, it's, and I think that's basically what it boiled down to. Is was this is like a courtesy thing? Like, yeah, no, it we're was going to ask your opinion, but we don't really care, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, then why ask me? <laughs> Fuck you, get right. out. Um, one of but the things I thought we was, did win this fight on this. We did. We yeah, did. it's great for yeah. the community. I one mean, of the things I thought was really funny was they, in their latest statement, they said something to the effect of, um, you know, we're not going to include. Or no, I guess it was not this most recent, but the one before that we talked about last episode. Um, you know, we're not going to include any language about royalties. Yep. Do you remember there was a condition where if you made seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more, anything yeah. from that more category, you now owe twenty to twenty five percent royalties wow. to Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. No. They were like, um, yeah, that was never intended to like keep the little guy down. That was just intended to like make sure big corporations didn't use our stuff without paying us for it. I'm like, which okay, I mean, but then which why is, is it kind so of fair, low? I mean, no, seven hundred fifty thousand no, no, is still a lot. Seven hundred fifty thousand. A third third party studio could probably make that. Yeah, like, but that's not a large number. You're not worried about big corporations at that point. If you're worried about big corporations, that number needed to be way larger. I mean, I don't think so. Because like your your critical roles, your Cobalt pl- Press, yeah. they're they're yeah, in they're that making, line. But like, that right? Bracket. But your your average person who's putting stuff out on drive through RPG and stuff on that. that like maybe like and you look at the prices of those like the most expensive stuff even like fully comprehensive is like 25 bucks it's still half the price of one of their books like yeah. I bought a ton of stuff for Curse of Strahd which we're running and for even when I did Death yeah. House I spent I spent less than I spent on the book and figures yeah and mm-hmm. i got like as much content as in the full book itself so like these people aren't these people aren't making shit yeah unless you're unless you're a big publishing company so right. i so i i still think that number's fair okay um but it was the fact that they could like take it and use it without any sort of credit which yeah, i believe the there card. are still some stipulations around that if you're putting it on dm's guild anyways because DM's Guild is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Yes. So I think some people were a little misplaced on that because DM's Guild already has some of those stipulations for them to be allowed to use and distribute it. Mm-hmm. Because you're by putting it out on there, it gets like the DM's Guild approved. So logo. there was a little Yeah, table there's a little here chart here that, that basically says, says um, what you can use on the SRD and what it's protected under. Um, so like if you want to the the big one I want to design content using the 5th edition rules for D&D you can do that under the protection of the OGL or the DM's guild and then it kind of like separates some things out I want to publish my own campaign world okay that's fine under the OGL I want to publish content using the Forgotten Realms that's fine under the DM's guild so like it kind of breaks down like what rules you should yeah. keep in mind, like what you're operating under as you create things. Yeah, and I think what it is is with the DMs Guild is that <laughs> looks like it's giving you more freedom to use some of their official content, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. is why then they then get some of the rights to it because you yeah. are using that, yeah. and then it has to be sold through their thing, and they do get a small cut cut out yes. of that yeah. in certain things. Which, well, but that's not a new thing. Like people have been thing. working under that, so that was never an issue. You know. Yeah. And plenty of other things do the same thing like if i want to sell branded stuff and i put it up on 
you know, you put something out like Redbubble, mm-hmm. like they're gonna get their cut of yeah, it. Oh yeah, right. they're gonna get their cut. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, one of the one of the other things is like even on Etsy, you're paying for a service so you can sell your shit on Etsy. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean. <laughs> Thanks for that. No. Um, right. Can you go back to the first, the uh, Creative Commons there? Yep. Um, yeah, so the long and short of it is they are leaving the OGL 1.8 in place as it is. No changes, no edits. The only thing they're adding is they are reworking the SRD to a new 5.1 version uh, under the Creative Commons license, and they're going to be adding and clarifying under the SRD so that we have a clearer idea of what goes where, what rules you should use, and you know what content you're readily avail- is readily available to you as a creator. So simple and clean and right. clear mm-hmm. and no crazy 15 pages of lawyer speak because that was never necessary in the first yep. place. So, okay, now I, just still a warning. We are talking about a big company that is making money off of you mm-hmm. for your content. Just keeping that clarified. Make sure you know if you are creating stuff that you know where your money is going, what's going on behind closed doors. This is a great example because if people didn't pay attention to this, like me, well, I don't have a real purpose for it other than, you know, knowing my gameplay and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, you're, Besides you're using the, it in a different capacity. But. I'm using it in a different capacity. But as a creator, this is more on what you need to pay attention to. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, and no, you, can you know it's a problem if it's coming down to the players and they're like, hey, something's wrong. Yeah, something's not okay. I mean, they're pulling pitchforks and... Yeah, they <laughs> right? really were too. Basically. People were like, um, it fucking excuse you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is all rioting at the front of uh, All of this Hasbro makes me just yeah, think right. of anyone who's watched Dimension 20, just the various like anti-capitalist rants <laughs> in oh, yeah. like in universe from Brendan yeah. Lee Mulligan, like yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. Is, yeah. <laughs> I I would love, like, I know he's tied to so many different things. Like, I would just love to, like, give him a mic and ask him to talk about this shit. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. I think that would be the best thing ever. We should get in touch with him. How cool would that be? Oh, my God. That'd be fun. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Fucking. Yeah, that one's a reach for us. It is a reach for us. We got nothing special. Do we want to, speaking of those kinds of things, we want to touch on Vox Machina real quick before break? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got a few minutes. We could do it real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no spoilers. I, I mean, there's no spoilers. Uh, I'm loving this season as well. The yeah. only issue I have is they're putting out three episodes every week, it seems like. Dude, you know? and they're leaving us yeah. on such cliffhangers. Oh, my God. <laughs> every we watched last night. week. And did, I just they, was like, what do you mean that's like it? What do you mean there's no more? No, I Is hate it. it. I want to be nine it. episodes again or nine or something? Uh, like I, think, I think 12. 12? 12? Something 12. like that. I think you you like would original. know yeah. because you've been doing a lot of the homework. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be very happy that. with 12. Um, yeah, I, unless they checked. I think they're doing 12 just like the first season. Have you been watching it? 
Yes. Do you love I, it? I like it a lot. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it's the campaign. It's so good. So. I I love again, no spoilers. I love that they're starting to like do a bit of a deeper look at Keyleth's background mm-hmm. and like her. They're doing a little bit of everybody's. Yeah, background, no, they are. They are. So. But like that first episode, we got a lot on Percy. We got. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot on Pike, you know, and now we're kind of like more looking at Keyleth, more looking at the twins a little bit, more look or the brother and sister. Bucks yeah, and I feel like we don't get, we didn't get as much Keyleth in parts of the having watched it because I watched, <laughs> so I watched two thirds of that original campaign. Yeah, okay. yeah. I cut out the whole middle because yeah. I was like, I've seen them fight a dragon before and I'm sure I'll get a lot of crap for that. But it's yeah. like, I, I've seen y'all fight a dragon. I don't need to watch it five more fucking times. Yeah. Because I was trying to get caught up real quick. That was a as a wild summer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All of campaign one in about like three months. Wow. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I powered through that. Yeah. Um, but so I've, read a little bit of an article from uh polygon and they are you know they're making some changes from the original playthrough um so we're getting to see looks like there's going to be a little bit more of pike in parts because um ashley johnson wasn't able to be there a lot uh during that first campaign right uh and even parts the beginning part of campaign two well and uh, that's why her character kind of like split off to begin with right so she could kind of uh but they are bringing her into air into parts where she wasn't originally there Mm -hmm. uh to better flesh out some of those story moments or to do them as they maybe originally would have intended to in game right but they couldn't because she wasn't available there right which kind of sucks because i mean you're your healer isn't there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's tough. Yeah, yeah you're just your healer and your heavy hitter magic person is not there. Just yeah, just a uh, prime example. And she was a shield paladin, wasn't a production uh, paladin, wasn't uh, she? No, she was. Uh, she was life domain cleric. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Oh, uh, definitely a cleric. Yeah, she but, was not a paladin. Really? Yes. No. Uh, uh, okay. Um. Yeah, she's life domain cleric. Because she um, refers to herself pers- as a holy person all the time. Yeah, yeah. but she doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into why. Because <laughs> well, how, um, how the fuck does she have shield then? Um, she doesn't have the shield spell. She or is that shield of faith? She has shield of faith. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. Uh, the only person there that ever had any paladin was uh, um towards the end of the game, um, Vax gets one or two levels in paladin and you'll you'll see why well uh, he, if you're oh, not familiar no spoilers. With, if you're not familiar with why you'll see why um yeah. and but interestingly enough according uh from crit roll stats um he actually never cast any paladin spells really even though he thing. had those levels yeah huh hmm. interesting i think he might use divine smite once or twice, but he doesn't but actually the, use those. The aren't technically a spell. Spells, they yeah, they yeah, are. Right. Uh, it's like can't exact, uh, No, it's, it's just an uh, ability that it, you burn your, your spell slot to do more yeah. ra- to do radiant damage. Oh, gotcha. But you're not okay. actually casting a spell, right? Gotcha. Um, you're but, just infusing uh, your attack with that magical with that holy energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of. Cool. But yeah, no, like, um, yeah, it was bad because if you watch the first season, which you should. Um, Pike isn't there. Yeah, and they suffer for. Oh yeah, it. they do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they do. If you watch the first, 
watch the first campaign and all those things where she's not there. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. So. Yeah, it was like, you know, you asked if we were going to play D&D without you. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> if, we could not do that. No. If, I, if we had run, <laughs> if we had gotten to where we might be today without you. Oh, no. You would be, you'd be by yourself in a new campaign. Yeah. Is how that's. <laughs> no. I'm not, gonna, like I'm not trying to bad. psych you all out for what we're going to get into once we shut the mics off. But like, <laughs> if Andy wasn't here. Whoo, oh, no. That, we'd that, be, uh, that was part of We'd the be re- getting ready for Sarah's campaign. I'm going to just say. <laughs> I'm um, not ready. Strict close this book and. Uh... You best get ready. You're going to learn today. <laughs> um, I don't think we talked about it on podcast, but I started. Um, DMing for our nephew, and yep. boy howdy, is that like wrangling cat? Actually, Ben, you kind cattle? of mentioned no well, cats. Oh, cats! <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, not cattle. No, just cats. Actually, just cats. <laughs> just cats. So, <laughs> so ben so, mentioned like this might actually be the best way for me to learn D anD D because like he's all over the fucking place, and I just have to like let him go wherever and not like yeah. me say no, 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 buddy, like come here, like no, yeah, you have to do it through. It's your not NPCs, the best way to learn the rules, but it's the best no, way to learn to DM. It's the best way to like, learn to let your that, players play the game because that is the ultimate. Like a child is the literal ultimate chaotic energy. Yes. For <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, I, okay. So critiques on your part, though. Uh, the only thing I would say is like we're going through stuff, and you start describing details and certain things, and this, that, and next thing. Perception checks. Perception checks. Perception checks. Make me a perception check. Okay. Okay. Do do checks more often than you think you would? Like see, roll I'm more? the opposite. Because like, so basically, what I did was you open up the book and it says, "Okay, here's what this room looks like. Here's the yeah. here's yeah. what you should that, say. That, well, here's what you should say to the players yeah. when they enter the room." And then there's like there's more below that little blurb that says, yeah. "Okay, here's what the rest of the room looks like, though." And then when right, you guys be... like go, yeah. Like um, correct when you did oh, where were you the dining room and you had to fight the mimic yeah and um, <clears throat> Bob was like moving the chairs around and trying to like figure out because there was an extra chair in the room and they were like why is there a chair in the corner I was like I think would you like to look it's at it nice, <laughs> like, it's, you just kind of got to balance sometimes you gotta do that a lot and other times it's just like there's times where like i know if y'all have been rolling bad that night i'm not asking for perception and investigation i'm either gonna straight up tell you it's it is there to point you in the right direction or i'm gonna be like they don't need to know this they'll find out they'll find it yeah (laughs) so it like is more of a balancing act of like how much do you give versus how much do you make them roll for Yeah. yeah right yeah okay um but I definitely yeah. there was a, there was a, in the beginning though like I was just trying to get him into the actual room because you had to like come into the the common oh and he was like I want to go here I want to go here I want to go there I want to go there I want to go here I want to go and I'm like <laughs> none of these places are important right now buddy like none of them matter and then he finally got to the emerald door on the opposite side of the the court of air and I was like okay we can work with this and the guy standing at the emerald door was like oh actually you can't come in here because you like you're not. You're just you, but you know, there's someone who can help you, and he can. You can find him in this place, and that was where he actually needed to go. And he's like, "Oh, okay, let's go find him." And I was like, "Thank you, God!" Like, oh, it's wink, not wink, like, nudge, nudge. 
right? <laughs> no, yeah. That, we finally got him headed in the right direction. And he headed to um, where he was supposed to be. And I was like, okay, you get in with no problem. Like, let's just, this part does right, not matter. Like, it's whatever. not important. You get in with no problem. Yeah, like, I, I mean, was just trying to, like, push him along I, to actually get to the storyline. And Bob was like, do we get in with no problem? And I said, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> not the first the first uh, going through of Strahd for our people and you're like oh hey this is uh, they're upstairs let's skip the entire first <laughs> floor of, the this, of yeah. this place <laughs> or uh, oh hey like, oh, we've okay. got all this checklist of things to do last last session oh let's go off into the fucking woods and find this mage <laughs> that we've totally yeah, we said like, was yeah. not oh, important yeah, this for, the, for, important. for the past <laughs> four <laughs> weeks we four sessions where we're like yeah this, ain't, this shit ain't important it's not for us. now we've got to find this motherfucker <laughs> right now Right well, now. That, that's the thing about being a DM too is that you have to ex- you can't even expect the unexpected because there is shit that your players will okay. come up with that you couldn't even pretend. Homeboy, I got like two you. sets of notes for today, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but like All even the third set. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Left or right, whichever way you want to fuck around, we gonna find out. We gonna find out. Um, we gonna know so for sure. Check this out. However, like um Brendan Lee Mulligan, uh I've heard a little bit of Matt Mercer say it and um Oh shit! From not another D and D podcast. Uh, um, oh yeah, what's the name? Oh sh- shit! I know, I'm, I'm uh, listening uh, too. But uh, um, yeah. even, help um, you. all I can think of is Emily Axford. Uh, her husband. It's not helpful. Um, no. Oh yeah, I know. Was, but yeah. but uh, I, I, Jeremy Cobb, they all say you know, once you've learned how to DM most of the time, you realize you, sometimes you just got to throw that fucking notebook out. Cause yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't matter. How it much doesn't you prep. matter. It's just like, Oh, here's this fifth random option that no one thought existed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But now like, here my players are going down. This <laughs> the, uh, the, the open night we did with uh cat and your friend from out of town. Oh, where I did that Lizzie, dungeon yeah. and y'all yeah. spent like, 20 minutes trying to examine <laughs> the, fucking the, eye. The, yeah. the eye it was like literally it yeah was we did a one shot that was based off of like i think we talked about it it was based off of like egyptian literature and like a little bit Yu-Gi-Oh kind of was like yeah. splashed in there, there. Were all yeah. sorts of just random <laughs> like, like, like whatever random easter eggs. easter eggs i could throw in <laughs> yeah and so there was a hidden room at the top of the pyramid with a floating eye in there now by that description i'm sure some of you are understanding that this is a kind of you know should give you that oh the you know the um the masons the all-seeing eye you get that you know it's on the back of the dollar bill yada yada and like that's all it was was and the joke is that you know oh it's the illuminati they see everything but then like they don't really do anything they're not real and so so the idea was that there's a spectral floating eye in the top of this pyramid but it does nothing. nothing. <laughs> but yeah. y'all were so convinced that it was so, it was important. so important. I was the only one that was like, okay, I get what's going on here. And, and I'm trying to just like get nobody it Nobody was with. like, so I was like, you know what? 
you want it to be something sc- sc- scary and like and weird spooky, and stuff. Yep. Then I'm gonna make it. Yeah, right. This is what we gonna do. I was so convinced. She was like, "Let's go get the dead body and bring the dead body here and see what it does with the dead." And we're we're like, like, "Okay." And Andy's like, "Jesus, motherfucking Christ! Like, what are we doing?" Y'all drag this. Whatever. Drag this corpse up four flights of stairs and see that it does nothing. To no avail. Uh, Anyways. Oh. oh man! All right. Well, wow. Um, that's so we can make a TV series. Off that. It's yeah, gonna be really gonna be a long one today. Uh, Strap in. I'm hungry too, so this is gonna be bad. All right, we'll be right back, and we're back. Yo, yo, yo. Back at it. So, um, we talked a lot about D and D this little bit first half, if you can call it a half. A lot of like it. A, <laughs> Three quarter, yeah. First um, two thirds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Sarah and Bob are obviously like I'm so really excited. excited for Harry Potter Legacy coming out. It's uh, yeah, Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. I wrote yeah. it wrong. My bad. Well, you, that's your fault. <laughs> I said my bad. <laughs> so, Sheesh. um. <laughs> I will say this. Bob has bought the special edition online. I'm so ready, dude. He, I cannot wait. He, I cannot wait. Yeah, he dropped the hundred hundred dollars for that shit. Yikes. Um but uh yeah, a whole lot of stuff he's probably gonna get for it too. Pretty or exciting. nothing at all. But you know. No, I'm excited. This is gonna be good. Um but a gameplay we just watched a whole gameplay trailer uh through I- IGN mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and then we uh watched the PlayStation trailer that was out i think for 2020 um yeah cuz like it said come in 2021 yeah and now we're you know 2023 but we excuse you because covid yeah okay you have an excuse, and that, and realistically, it's not like Anthem where they produced garbage after putting it back, putting it back, putting it back. Yeah. It looks like this is actually gonna be a really cool game. Yeah, um, it also looks interesting because like I've not read any of the books, and I've only seen like one of the movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it does look like an interesting game, like. I think I said as we were watching, I was like, oh, this is just Harry Potter Skyrim. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Going back to that idea of like everyone is trying to do an open world game right now. Like right. the more you can explore within a game, the more interested people seem like they are. Yeah. Which brings us to also uh, Violet and Scarlet uh, yeah. Pokemon. Which, Those first open worlds. Yeah. Pokemon games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First open world Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've been seeing a lot of that recently. It's like even old titles are going towards a open world. Yeah, like I had when I played through the last Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers. They mm-hmm. went to an open world for a lot of Which a lot is of crazy. Things. That's crazy. I think like, that's where that's the gamers are. Yeah. They and, want the open world. They don't want, <laughs> you know, I mean... Just me personally, just watching this with, I think Sarah watched the same video. I talked about how you can literally go from one area to another, and it's seamlessly transitions. Where, mm-hmm. right, 
That's what I guess. So that's what the players want. It's, so, yeah, it's right. becoming it's less of a novelty. It's the <coughs> new norm now. Yeah. So to yeah. not have that is kind of like you're behind the times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No more, no I more mean, loading. Uh, I will screens. say no more loading screens. <laughs> yeah, loading screens are a kind of pain. I've definitely like been like, oh yeah, gotten back to that as I've transitioned from playing Pokemon and then Sonic Frontiers to the mm-hmm. new Fire Emblem game. Yeah. But like. Sometimes it is nice to just have that straightforward story. Oh, linear, yeah. Or, Where you don't have to explore. Or even just like, to. you know, I don't need all the extra stuff. Like, I can explore the side stories if I want, but like, you just going straight forward. Mm-hmm. Right. It is kind of nice to have that sometimes. Yeah, so, it's more structured. Yeah. It's definitely harder to learn. Like, everybody has their own style of gaming and like the kinds of games they prefer and everything. And it's I feel like it's probably going to be harder to learn who you are and what you like as a gamer when everything is open world. You don't have like that straightforward teach you how to play the game step by step kind of a thing. Like when there's so many options. But great example was today you were going through the basically the tutorial mostly. (laughs) Yeah. Mostly for Pokemon and you're like Jesus it's cut scene after 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 not gonna lie I'm kind of disappointed because I was hoping you'd be farther I know okay but listen okay so I started playing and then I got sent to Maine so (laughs) see what happened was what happened was excuses but I do think this is an interesting opportunity because you have just started the game yes Mm -hmm. Andy you are through most of the main story I am through except for the Elite Four in the post game Elite Four and post-game. And I've fully completed this. And we all also coming from different perspectives. Like, I've played... I didn't play Gens 3 and 4 when they were new, but I have played every generation of main series. Mm -hmm. And I believe, Andy, you said the last generation you played... I played... um, Was two or three? A full... Full was uh, two. Two. All right. Um, so gold, silver, mo- crystal. Yeah, and if you really want to nitpick it, uh, soul, silver, and heart, gold, I got to play a lot of. So that's technically Gen Four. But you didn't play the new. You didn't play like Diamond Pearl. You no. didn't play that part. No. And Sarah, what was I'm the like last? Way old school. I can't even remember because <laughs> it, it's been was it so probably long. Just Gen One. It was probably Gen One or Gen Two. Like. All right. So. Because I haven't played, like, okay, it was probably Gen 1 because it was on the Game Boy Color, like. <laughs> yeah, because that was red, blue, yellow was the first one on color, and yes. then gold, silver were also on credit, yeah. Yeah, so probably yeah. it was, yeah, I think I <laughs> Those remember playing gifts, yellow so. last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sarah, let's start, like, what was your thought of, like, the beginning like i know you said cussing cussing. oh my god it's exhausting and your whole thing of like i watch everything at one and a half speed or whatever it was i'm like how do i how do i speed it up how do (laughs) i make it go fast (laughs) make it go faster that's work work. (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's exhausting but like they do a really good job i'm like it's obviously built for someone who has not a lot of experience or like has not played a pokemon game before like they don't expect you to know anything they give you all of the tips and tricks that you've always had blah 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 but like um it was a really nice setup they give you all of your like things that you're learning as you go um 
they let's see, I was at a Pokemon a Poke Center and they were saying that um like, oh, here's a hint, like if you press B, you can crouch and it's harder for the Pokemon to notice you. And then you press Z L and you like lock out of that Pokemon and then you press Z R and you can throw a ball at that Pokemon. Like, mm. okay, so that's like they build it. They pre- it's not they teach all you practically, sh- not yeah. just a it's hey. not just dump it all on you at once. They like they give you little tidbits a it's little bit that, at a time as you go. It's not that Xbox screen of just showing you the controller with the buttons <laughs> laid out. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they tell you what's yeah. Exactly. They tell you what's what. They kind of <clears throat> like teach you step by step, which is cool. It's nice. Um, which starter th- did you go with? Sprigatito. All right. Andy, okay, what, but wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Wait. Before we go on, do you want to know what I named it? Oh, boy. Sure. <laughs> okay. Andy keeps calling it the weed cat. <laughs> yeah, I got that from him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I named it Gancha. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yes. They won't let you actually spell out ganja, so it's ganja with an O. It's it's yeah, ganja. Th- there's a there's a TikTok I saw. It's like that. Like, how do we market towards like uh, women and the LGBTQ? It's like, all right, we've got we've got the weed cat, we've got a gay duck, and we've got a derpy crocodile. <laughs> we'll oh, cover derpy. all our bases. All the bases. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went with the. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, what what is the, the fire dirt? starter? Yeah, what is this? All right, so you went with Fue Coco? Fue Coco, yeah. All right, and then I went with oh, you went Quaxley. With Quaxley. Yeah. Did no you really? Shit. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> with, that's this awesome. was not planned, folks. <laughs> no. Um I I will say out of the three um final evolution, um what what's the alligators? Fue Coco. Um Oh, uh, I forgot oh, Skel- Skeledurge, yeah. Skeledurge. I think that one's the best out of the three. Personally, I don't like any of them. This was like my other than like Gen 5, this was like my like I don't like any of the starters. Oh, but like no. I had to use had you to obviously use one. I had to pick right. one. Always yeah. on the first playthrough. Yeah. I, I I actually benched my starter a few times. Hmm. He's tough in the main game. Um the the, the I I did the analytical, like, let me look at each of their final evolutions, let me look at their move pools, look at their stats, and that's how I chose mine. Because I didn't like any of them off visual to be like, this is what I want to go with. So I was mm-hmm. like, I've got to go into this, like, l- let's crunch the numbers on these and see what we can come up with, yeah. boys, because I'm not... <laughs> I'm so not thrilled, yeah. He, here's, here's how I played mine, and I, I'm not telling you how to do yours... And All right, I probably won't listen anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I did was, okay, I know I'm going to this gym or I'm going to this team star, you know, and I played it like this is championship. Okay, they're yeah. going to pick one fucking typing and I'm going to use its weakness. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's a sensible out. thing to do anyways. Oh, yeah. oh no. Because I do a whole team. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, you do a full... Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's so a sensible I, thing to do. Yeah. Like, you collect what you need out of the, all of the typings. So you had mentioned today, um, I'm going to go after the bug gym first. Because that's probably the easiest right. thing to conquer when you don't have sets of dedicated teams like that. Like, I'm not trying to go after the fire gym when I've got one water Pokemon. Um, and it's Azuril. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Azrael does level up fast, so you will have a Meryl. He does, and, yeah. Um, as as Meryl, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. later pretty quickly. 
they're they're a fast track Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you will have a tank for a water type. Yeah, I think immediately. I think I had posted, and this was probably shortly after launch on the Facebook page, that there is a graphic that's gone around and stuff where it shows if you go in terms of level scaling, how to go through if you want to do all three paths Mm -hmm. simultaneously, like what is the most optimal way to go through it so you're not too overleveled or too underleveled, which is how I played the game, but I understand that like when we're looking at this open world, some people don't want that. You want to just explore because I think right. you did that. You like went through specific paths yeah. on their own uh, and then like would rebuild your team as you went. And I was like, nah, I need something more linear. And so I was like, let me follow this path and like, all right, I'll collect Pokemon as I go for this gym, for this uh, thing and kind mm-hmm. of go from there. So one of the things that really hurt me is now that I'm, trying to i don't have a specific team to face the elite four first of all because you've gone through and rebuilt based on levels and typings yes Mm -hmm. on basically typing so i'm fighting for weakness uh second problem i'm having is now most of my well i've done a good job on catching up (laughs) but um i don't have all of my Pokemon before the end game. And I want the shiny charm by the time I get through the end game. You know what I'm saying? So I'm done with the end game and I can go and get my shiny charm after we've traded. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of gave up on that. We were talking a little bit before recording that. I was like, I've got everything I need from past generations in home. My goal was just to collect what's in the new game Mm -hmm. and i definitely did that um but it's that's very interesting kind of where you want to go with that um and we're all at different points of the game so i'm trying not to i don't want to spoil anything too much no post game i know you know a little bit more i don't know sarah i think you were trying to keep most stuff like under wraps so you could like fully experience yeah i want no spoilers i'm kind of like approaching this as a I've never played Pokemon before because it has been such a long time since I've played a Pokemon game all the way through. So I want to be like, okay, no spoilers. I'm just going to explore as I go. I'm not going to be looking up like guides or walkthroughs or anything. I'm just going to like take it as as I go. That's awesome. I I totally respect that. I do kind of want to throw a couple characters or Pokemon and just kind of get your thoughts on them as we're at different points of the game okay um so your your first rival that we really meet nimona yes i adore her she's so cute (laughs) (laughs) they okay so you're talking about how like oh they're trying to target like women in lgbtq i'm i'm i've been speared i've been targeted (laughs) 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 yeah you you, you want to know my honest opinion about nimona let's go go around okay realistically like uh, I've had a lot more exposure, just not in like the game okay. itself, outside yeah. of the game through YouTube and shit. And the like memes, yeah. She terrifies me, honestly. See, I definitely got the vibe that's like, oh, they like they honed in on this one thing, like she loves battling, and mm-hmm. they like took it too far. But then, like, there's other parts of me, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I like that as a rival, and especially when you get to the post game. There's a couple little scenes as you're going through the post game. And it's like, oh, all right. 
I understand her better, but like without that clarity, like she definitely comes up as like the the that one friend who's there all the time asking you to hang out, and you're like, chill, bro. Like yeah. I just I just spent like two hours with you the other day. Like so, you need to manage your expectations on this friendship. I see. <laughs> so yeah, I see it differently though because like as you're going through, she's the first person you meet. She's the first person that teaches you how to do things. Yeah, and then she's like, here, let me teach you like the mechanics of the battling, especially with. Pokemon terastalizing, which by the way, artistically, aesthetically, is the it's stupidest thing I ever glee. came up with. However, justified on that. However, I, think the I do, that. I do enjoy the mechanics of it and how it can change the typing and like it brings a method of like unexpectedness. Because it's, yes, it's it's Especially crazy. You get to the gyms, like, dude. I caught I caught a rock rough today yeah. where it's terastalized form is dragon type. I'm like, fuck yes. yeah, that's cool as hell, so bro. <laughs> I ran into a wild terrestrializing Pokemon. Okay. It was the Dragonair up in the uh, northern west section. Is that one of the static ones that's there all the time? Because yes. sometimes they will just spawn. Yes, it is on one of the static ones. Right. And it's a electric Dragonair. Wow. That's fantastic. That because is really cool. Because you know what it learned directly after leveling up? Thunder. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so fucking cool. I'm like, okay. oh my yeah. god, this thing's a beast. Because yeah. uh, Dragonite has a weakness to it because it's flying type. So then you can just bypass that weakness. Yes. And now it has Thunder. and it want, So I, I um, leveled it up, got it to um, Dragonite, and then it had a... Um, Move that it wanted to learn, and now you can suggest it can suggest what move it wants to get rid of. And it said thunder. I'm like, no, 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 no. you hold that. Yeah, yes. See, I do like that too because I'm like, all right, I don't want to go through the headache of like looking at all the moves. Which one do I actually want? Like, as they are, you can also turn off the moves on level up if you want. It's a feature, yeah, you can, Uh, and then you can. At any point, go back and just go to their moves and like relearn as you want. Okay. So if you just want to skip that, you know, sure. just like turn it off. Okay. For, super for the people, for the people that haven't played this, you can change your move set for free now. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Mm. And That's your name, fantastic. you can do your damn self now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your boxes, you don't have to go to a pokey center for. No, they're just in your boxes. Yes. Um, all may these, I just all these great say quality of life changes. God. The thing, like, all that's great, all that's wonderful, we love it. Why the fuck can't I take my hat off, bro? <laughs> my hair is so goddamn cute, and there's a fucking hat sitting on it. Like, you are can you take for the hat serious? How? How? There is, uh, it's somewhere in where you change your outfit that you can, it's, you can change hat, or if you hit the button while you're on that hat, you can just take the hat off. So <gasps> you can be hat. I could, because usually the there's like a no on hat your option. You can do. I don't care. I just want to no, get rid of the hat. No, but you're stuck dude. in that same ugly ass school uniform. I don't care about we the uniform. We had so I many cute my options hair. in Sword and Shield, though. Yeah, we did. So hold Sword on. Sword and Shield has so I, many great customization. And now it's like, like I can't do even. Like, you can get I'm the. I'm so used to the my logo. stuck in shorts. I can't find a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I literally you walk can, through the you entire can, winter area. There is a with you shorts. Get four, you get you get one outfit for each season, yes, and you, you can do. change it. It's just I that it's show, always I'll, the uniform, but oh it's always still it's always a variation uniform. of the uniform. Yes. It's like and no, so I want the cute t-shirts back. 
Yep. Oh, I'm so used the, to Pogo and being able to like, like customize the, uh, every single aspect. Oh, yeah. like, the, each, you could do like the trainer, gym trainer uniforms in yeah. Sword and Shield from yeah. each of okay. the gyms. Oh my and God. Now it's like, See, you I'm can stuck do like the Team Rocket uniform. Or not Team Rocket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The star. Yeah. No, no, no. Teams. In Pogo. The, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do the For like the rocket, leaders you know, of the rocket. Yeah, you can do all sorts yeah. of stuff, which is fun. Like, I, you okay? Sorry, I was yeah. adjusting my chair. I do like, like that, and I they give you cool hats. I literally I just I, don't want my hat. My yo, hair is fucking adorable. It's my character like got braids a, and two my, buns. My it's character adorable. got a Power Ranger helmet, but I'm still stuck in the stupid school uniforms. Like, give me an outfit to go with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Now you, then right. you're just that stupid kid at school who dresses <laughs> up and everyone makes fun of. Runs around like Naruto. Yeah, exactly. We didn't get fun of because oh we watched God. anime. We got you got made fun of because you tried doing the Kamehameha during cafe in the cafeteria. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the fact that you like anime because I like anime, but nobody knows that just, because I'm associated it. with you, <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so far I'm so good. To, I like it. Yeah. I'm excited to play it through. Now that I actually can. Yeah. <laughs> What what are your thoughts being the first one that's you've really played in a long time? Oh, um, I I think we've discussed this before. This is my favorite. Uh, I've gotten to play a little bit of Emerald and Sapphire, you know, but realistically, like I I wanted to play Sword and Shield, and I kept threatening my nephew that I would play his game on him. If he didn't play it because I got it for his birthday. And he hasn't touched it. And he he's so obsessed it. with Star Wars, though. Like, it's really like we got to Christmas. He, we're like, Leland score bunny. So, I mean, fair. As did we I. got to Christmas. We're like, Leland, pick a Christmas movie. He's like, OK. So he picked the holiday special that Star Wars Lego put oh, out. God. <laughs> it was <laughs> not out. out. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm sorry, Bob. You've got to you got to start from scratch. You we got to throw the whole scratch. kid out now. <laughs> So, yeah. Try over all over again. Jeez. <laughs> 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 uh, no. Funny for a totally um, different reason for uh, me. Uh, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I definitely think the story in this is the best. Oh, by far. The best story we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's things I liked about Sword and Shield better. And I know a lot of people crap on that game for various reasons. But, like, to me, that was. That made pokemon and the gym challenge feel the most spectacular because it's like oh you're in a stadium with a crowd of people when you go to do the gym challenge mm-hmm. and the gym challenge is like it's a seasonal thing mm-hmm. in the same way that it is here but this does the story better okay like they do different they do different aspects of pokemon better like this makes the world feel alive with like oh you're in school you've got classes you can take and it's during this part of the semester that you can do x y and z yeah there keep being little things that pop up in the corner like oh there's a battle class you can take there's a history class you can take like right yeah yeah that's cool and you oh and because of that that's the first time like we fleshed out these npcs like take the if you haven't done any of those do those because it fleshes out the npcs that are your teachers there. Yeah. And especially like the history class gives you the lore of the region. Oh, okay. Um, and some of that stuff. So yeah. like, see my ass, like the, like the map, the, ma- the math class, not so much, but like, <laughs> but, but like the history is great. It's like there the, for flavor. Yeah. yeah. And it gives you, it gives you insight into these characters. And we didn't get that for like, you know, some of the gym leaders and stuff like that in previous oh, games. Yeah. Like this is like this makes it feel worthwhile. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I like that. 
So, if you haven't picked this game up, or you haven't gotten a Nintendo Switch, which might actually be my real next thing I get, <laughs> uh, I want a Nintendo Switch. You're going to have to pick between a Nintendo Switch and a motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, for the cost of a motorcycle, you could both have your own Nintendo Switch. Honestly. This is true. <laughs> but. <laughs> gotta weigh this just stuff putting up. that out there. Just out there. But, uh, yeah, either way, um, I realistically, I would say go get yourself this. Uh, one of my favorite Pokemon games I've played in a very, 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 very long time, if not ever. Um, yeah, Pogo is good, but... Pogo feels like it's little... lost its purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not sure who it wants to be anymore. This hits a little different. This does hit a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there anything you guys want to talk about real quick, like a plug or something? Um, The latest Pretty Boy episode came out this week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got one. Actually, I got one more episode. I haven't added it yet. Okay. That should be coming out probably Thursday. Okay. Sweet. Beautiful. Um, so we'll pretty talk boy trash podcast D and D before we had this common license, but that's fine, you know. You know, it's, it's a little, you know, it's fine. Sorry, <laughs> just refresh everybody's memories. Yes, that's all. This just um, in case you forgot, Hasbro's a bitch. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Hasbro, if you're listening, don't listen to my wife and uh, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe? not likely. The not past likely. four episodes, <laughs> just <laughs> slamming <laughs> people. Yeah. Yeah, no, Don't worry about us. We're dunking fine. on all sorts yeah. of people. Oh, that's one I wanted to talk about. Uh, looks like Destiny 2 is coming out with a new uh, expansion, which yep. you'll probably talk about pretty soon here. Sweet. I might talk about don't tell me uh, what to I do. I haven't been playing a lot of it, so. Yeah. I, and I heard it's this might lost be its luster. the last up the expansion of it, so. It's been back and forth with Buddy, so. so. Okay. Um, also, guys, go to our website, ragegamenetwork.com. Join our Discord. Sorry. Follow us Schools. on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. Instagram, and too, Instagram. if we get around to that. Yeah, once yeah. in a while, you know. Here and there. Uh, Every once in a while. One of my favorites from Not Another D&D podcast is some socials we may or may not use. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, definitely go on our Discord. We are really active on our Discord, constantly on there. Random thought: Do we have a Twitter? We do not. No, no, no we did, we but we do not. We we do, but we don't. Right. Uh, Topic at, for another day. Yeah, <laughs> and at this rate, no. Plug a non-existing Twitter. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um. So yeah, go to our website. Maybe go grab yourself a T-shirt. Uh, I'm gonna have to tell Connor to take the stickers off the internet. You can message us to get those. Please. But uh, besides, I'm that, a big fan of the backpack. Gotta say, I yeah, I gotta get another one. I had one and I loved it. Yeah, the flag's great. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you should have returned that. Bang bang. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, oh, we'll Andy's down. He, okay. If you're a long-time listener, you know what happened. You know what, what happened. happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, We're we'll, not trying to relive we'll up, that. We'll update Ben on that one. Uh, so, guys, yeah. If you rage it, we game it. Bye. See you guys.